Today's podcast is officially sponsored by My Crew Doses. Yes, your ears do not deceive you officially. Amanita muscaria. That is a mushroom, ladies and gentlemen. And this particular blend helps you sleep, helps you rest. Slept like a log. I think I, I tallied nine, maybe ten hours of straight sleep. Usually I get up. Usually I go up to go pee. Not this time. I didn't check my bed. I might have wet myself, but it doesn't matter. I got nine hours of deep sleep. Vivid dreams as well. So if you guys are interested in this stuff, you have to be 18 or older to use this, by the way. If you're interested in this type of thing, go to mycrewdoses.com. And at checkout, use promo code the chamber. Get you a little 10% off. All rise! Everyone out of your seats! All rise! What a weird thing to say when you're a when you're a judge. Everyone get out of your seats and obey me. I don't know. When you uh when you go on a road trip and you have nine hours to kill because you're just driving on a highway from Missouri, aka misery, back to Illinois, a lot of things go through your mind. And one of those things that went through my mind was like, when you go to a massage parlor and say you want a happy ending, like, do you put that $20 bill in your butt crack? Like when you're laying down and you put it in your butt crack. So it kind of like pitches it up a little bit like a tent. You know, it's like, it's like that third hand. It's just grasping the $20 bill. So when the people walk back in, people or person, I don't know, depending where you go, I guess. When that person walks in, I mean, there's just an understanding. You don't even got to make eye contact. Well, I mean, you're making eye contact with my brown eye. But when they see that, the $20 bill is just like, ah, okay, this person wants a happy ending. And I don't got to say anything. I don't got to look them in the face. They don't have to see me. It's not awkward. They just take the 20 and then, you know, I flip over and that's that. Or do I just simply say, hey, can you jerk me off? I don't know. I don't know. Never done it before. Never done it before. Um, but on this trip, you know, I wasn't, uh, wasn't having any sex. I wasn't having any uh, sexual relations with myself. You know, so there's that whole ordeal. And uh, I guess, I don't know. When I was driving home, I was just curious about it. I'm like, uh, so what's up with those massage parlors? How do you, how's that? Do you have to call in advance? You know, and you're like, uh, hey, can I get like a massage? And then like anywhere from three minutes to 45 minutes after, I'm not sure how long it's going to take, but a little little action on the side. I like. This is why I can't do it because I'm overthinking everything. And there's people that just like naturally do it, you know, just go in there and like, yeah, can you, uh, can you masturbate me for me? Yeah, here's 50 bucks. Cool, thanks. And I'm just right on it. It's always, uh, it's, it's um, Steel Vaughn would say it's the dark arts, right? So uh, I'll keep you posted if it ever happens, but I'm pretty sure that's illegal. So anyways, what's up, everyone? Uh, I am back. I am back. And that was a, that was a weird introduction. I am back. The uh, vacation or the wedding, whatever you want to call it, was wonderful. Uh, 
Shout out to Luke. I know he listens to this every now and again. So shout out to you, Luke. Uh, newly married. Some newlyweds. Awesome. Cool. They're going to be having a lot of sex. That's fun. That's new and exciting. Uh, they live out in Texas. Got to meet a bunch of Luke's friends. I think I mentioned them on the uh, the last podcast. Like the Texas boys, the ones that took off, they had to take off their goddamn Texas boots and put on running shoes just to feel comfortable. It's like, dude, just wear socks or barefoot. <sighs> Anyways, it was fun. It was cool. I uh, got to spend a lot of time with my mom. We don't do that a lot. I spent a lot of time with my brother. We don't get to do that either. So it's kind of like everyone uh, just meshing and, you know, it's just nice to to be with family sometimes. You know, if you uh, if you have that capability, you know, I, I know a lot of people don't get along with their family. You can't choose your family, right? You could choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. I get that. But I'll tell you what, man, I think the, uh, on a couple podcasts ago, my last solo one, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm, I feel kind of shitty. You know, I feel depressed. I'm going through this shit cause I still haven't found a job and we got an update on that. So let's put a pin in that. We got an update on that, but I was feeling kind of, kind of in the dumps, you know, and that's just probably part of the process I'd imagine. And it's cool that I can just lay it out on here and. You know, basically keep a a verbal tally, you know, keep track of how I was actually feeling in those moments. Um, but damn, dude, I don't know if it's if whether it's the the wedding and being around people and being social outside in nature, or if it was the long drives, it was nine hours there, nine hours on the way back, like a lot of fucking driving. We did so much driving. I did all of the driving. And I'm kind of a psychopath like that because if we're going to do a long trip like that, I'm not just going to do half of it. I have to do the whole thing. Like, I'm not just going to drive six hours and be like, all right, you take the other three. No, if it's a nine hour drive, I want that. I don't know. It's like a badge of honor or some shit. Let me do that, please. So I did that. But when I got home a couple days ago, I just felt, I felt so good, dude. Like real tranquil and just like, just nice, just positive. So I don't know what happened. It, it could be like what I've been eating for breakfast too. I got this, uh, what is it? Sausage and egg McMuffin maker, homemade McMuffin maker, you know, you go to McDonald's and you get the best goddamn breakfast sandwich of your life. This podcast is unofficially sponsored by McDonald's, but dude, those sandwiches are so good. So I bought a little, little homemade one of these things. It's like a homemaker. So here's what you do. You put a bun in the bottom of it and you put some cheese on top of that. And then there's like a gate and you close it shut. And that's half the thing. And then there's like a sliding door. So you slide a door. I know it doesn't make any sense. It's pretty much almost impossible to describe. I'll have to send a picture. Maybe on the website, I'll post a picture of it. But you slide a gate. So now it's like it's half open, half shut. You crack an egg and you put it on that sliding door that you just shut. So below that sliding gate is the cheese and one part of the bread. Okay. So now there's a a separate, separate gate. It's closed. Crack the egg put it on there 
and then you put the other side of the bun on top of the egg. And then you close the entire contraption. I know it sounds fucking crazy. You close it and it cooks. Cooks for like eight minutes, you know? And it gives you a perfect, whatever it's called, the Mc, Mc, uh, McMuffin. God damn, it's good. So I've been eating that every last three days. I've been feeling more energetic. Maybe I was like malnourished or something, dude. Could be. Could be. I don't do a really good job of uh, keeping track of what I eat. I know I, I work out a lot and run a lot, but I'm probably at like such a deficit for my caloric intake. And that's something that I need to pay attention to. Definitely something I need to pay attention to. There's so many studies, dude, that come out like left and right and left and right. Like, you should fast for 18 hours. Fuck breakfast. Don't eat breakfast. You should eat one meal a day. And you know what I say to that? I say, blah. I say, hoo-ha. I say, it's completely dependent on the individual. Everyone's going to be different. For, For like, Sometimes, yeah, I feel good when I fast. I try not to eat after 10 o'clock at night, and then I won't eat my next meal until maybe 10.30. So, that, yeah, that's definitely a fast. But, dude, I was doing it from, like, I wouldn't eat from, like, 9.30 p.m., and my next meal would be lunch at, like, 1.30, 2 p.m., and I, I've been feeling kind of, I don't know, my endurance is really good, but I can definitely tell that my testosterone has been a little down in the dumps. Like I just haven't, maybe it's because I'm old as shit too. That could be it. That could definitely be it. I'm 35, so maybe that's it. But since I've been eating breakfast in the morning, dude, I've been like, you want to talk about rejuvenation? That's me, baby. I feel good. I feel back at it. A little bit more calories in my day. Okay. I see you. I haven't got my blood work done in God knows when. Maybe like two years. Should probably get on that, right? <sighs> I'm a mess, dude. I don't know. But I've been feeling good. Ever since I got back, I've been feeling good, people. Rest assured, I've been doing the ice bath still. So this is kind of like a little bit of an update. You know, we're going to have more guests on a little bit. It's just kind of an update. Sorry if I'm boring you. Don't mean to bore you, but um, it's been a minute. Wanted to kind of touch on this shit for just a little bit. Um, Losing my hair in the back of my head. Looks like a, a Native American tried to scalp me, but stopped in the middle of it and was getting chased off by cowboys. So that's fun. That's new. I've been growing out my hair. Uh, It's long on the sides, long in the back, like really long. Long on the top, long on the sides, long in the back, but then like um, in the way back, you know, the way back of my head, like you can tell that my hair is starting to thin out and go. So... My plan is to grow my hair out as long as I can and then walk into one of these um, hair replacement, whatever, I don't know what they're called, dude. Hair replacement, um, what is it? What is it? 
hair hair store. I don't fucking know. But be like, look, I have so much hair on this side and in the back. Is there any way? Hair restoration. That's it. Thank you. Hair restoration. Can you like clip it on the side of my head and put it on top? Kind of like my own toupee, you know? And how much is that? Someone told me like these injections were about $10,000. And of course, what they do is like the most common places for for men to start losing their hair is the most expensive one. $10,000, dude. We have nuclear bombs. You can take out like 500 thousand people in the blink of an eye but you can't fucking regrow my hair for under ten thousand dollars come on man what is this what are we doing here it's like a storybook come on this is fake it's fiction i hope all of you are doing well hope everyone's doing good uh what's what's in the news people what's going on in the news i don't know that's enough for me let's let's take a look at some uh some pop culture shit we'll talk about that you know, I've been gone. It's been nice, dude. Since I was on that little uh, road trip, I haven't looked at my phone. Maybe that was part of it, too. Why I feel so good. Ah, okay, here we go. Uh, Taylor Swift is appearing at all these NFL games because she's apparently dating Travis Kelsey. And you know what I say to that? I say that that is an industry plant. That is completely an industry plant in my mind. These two people are like the the least compatible. Like Taylor Swift would always, she had definitely like a type. Okay. It was like a, the skinny heroin looking musician people or models. And now all of a sudden she's going to start dating Travis Kelsey, someone who's been on a dating show Someone who's like, uh, my personal opinion is very, he's hes sometimes cringe, cringeworthy, just does a lot. He promotes the vaccine. He does all this shit, you know, he's just uh, robust. He's infatuated with himself. And all of a sudden these two people pair up. That seems, that seems a little fishy. So from the, from the get go, I was a little suspicious. And like, I'm not mad at it, but look, this is like a perfect marketing ploy. Taylor Swift showing up to the NFL and the NFL keeps showing her in the box, like the box suite. Do you know what that is doing for white females everywhere who did not tune into football? Like the amount of press the amount of new audience that this is spreading itself all over is fucking astronomical, dude. Like, who who watches the NFL? Who watches the NFL? It's usually like, what, dude? Mostly male. 18 to, what, 90 years old. I don't know. Put in a number. But it's mostly guys, okay? And... You want to go ahead. It's a fucking business. You want to make as much money as you possibly can. What demographic are you missing? You're missing girls. Who has the biggest fan base that are girls? Women. Taylor Swift. Easy. Easy. So whatever whatever's going on behind the scenes, 
is fucking brilliant in my mind because it's working. It is completely working. And guess what? So now you're probably saying to yourself, well, yeah, okay, that's great for the NFL, but what does Taylor Swift get out of it? Why the fuck would she do that? Good question. The NFL is the most viewed channel. Like whenever football games are on Monday night football, Sunday night football, Thursday night football, the most viewed out of any TV show that ever airs. Okay. They just recently started promoting her concerts. Just recently, just out of nowhere, she's all of a sudden dating Travis Kelsey. And now all of a sudden, the NFL is promoting Taylor Swift concerts. That doesn't just happen, man. That does not just happen. The NFL doesn't give a shit. Or should, like they haven't in the past, give a shit about what player dates a celebrity. You know, was was Tom Brady's wife getting these commercials? Like, no, they were not showing Giselle. Maybe for like if they if they partnered up with uh, Victoria's Secret as a whole, and she just so happened to be a model in that, sure. But like a one-off commercial, like promoting her perfume or something, no, never has never happened. And these NFL players date some like bombshell celebrities, never. The NFL never promotes them. So to me, this definitely seems like an industry plant and it's a marketing tool. It's a marketing scheme. It's a marketing ploy, whatever you want to call it. Like they're there. Someone please come at me and tell me otherwise. Give me your points. Give me your facts and we'll go over it. But right now I'm pretty set in stone that this is completely an industry plant. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are probably not really dating. It's just, uh, it's just in both of their, their best. It's in their interest. You know what I mean? Like Travis Kelsey gained 400 fucking followers on Instagram in one day, the first day that Taylor Swift went to the game and they, and the NFL was shooting her in the, uh, the box suite. This is like, they have so much money to be made because of this. So it's brilliant. It's kind of brilliant. That's what I think. That's my take on it. That's a little pop culture, baby. And um, it was on my radar because I, I watch football. I got a fantasy football team. Um, I find it, I, dude, if I didn't have a fantasy football team, I probably wouldn't watch the NFL. I'm more of an NHL guy. And uh, that season starts real fucking soon. We got Connor Bedard out here in this mother trucker. Um, this mother truck will be in Chicago and can't wait for that to start. That's a lot of fun and exciting things there. Um, what else is going on, man? Anything else in pop culture? Let me Google this real quick. Pop culture. Pop music. You guys remember that shit? VH1. Pop music. They would show these music videos. This was the best shit ever. They would show these music videos, and then during the music video, so not only do you have a bomb ass song playing, but they would show like little fun facts about the artists or like the the scene that they were on, or like what the guitar, like what if there's some kind of interesting fact about the guitar they're using. Like this was a replica guitar. What really happened is right before they were shooting, uh. Billy Idol broke his guitar 
while because he was pissed off and got in an argument with his agent. So this is actually just a, a flimsy one. It doesn't even make music. I don't know. Shit like that. And that was just a wild, weird example. But it was stuff like that. Let's see. Okay, all I'm seeing is uh, Instagram, but I got I got something to bring up about Instagram, social media in gen in general. Do you guys think that all of the issues would go away? All of the issues that come with social media would go away if we just simply got rid of commenting. What do you think? If we got rid of commenting, does all that bullshit go away? Because, dude, all the negatives, like, what is it? It's because people people don't like when other people have opinions, right? And there's a bunch of misspread information. There's a lot of hatred, a lot of racism going on, a lot of um, just a lot of toxic people are able to to comment on videos and posts and then a lot of us find ourselves reading those comments a lot of the comments are negative right and a lot of us find ourselves reading that shit and it's detrimental for especially young kids especially young kids detrimental um but it's not just limited to little kids. It's, 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 I mean, if you have a brain and a heart and feelings and emotion, if you read some of this nasty shit that's directed at you, obviously it's going to make you feel like shit. It's going to make you feel some kind of way. And you could take that in and whatever you do with that information that you just read, once you read it, you can't unread it. So it, it kind of like becomes a part of you. And boy, you got to be careful with that shit. So if you turned off commenting, what does that world look like? Sure, you can still post videos, but then all of your comments and all the negative shit is kind of like to yourself. And I think that's more of like a realistic world. Right? When you're walking on the street and you see someone doing some goofy ass thing, like, I don't know, dude, some guy like strumming his guitar with his wiener on the, well, that's a bad example. Cause you, I hope he'd get arrested. Uh, some dude stringing a guitar in his underwear while wearing booby tassels. You know, most people aren't going to walk up to him and say shit. Maybe like, maybe like a very few would say something, but most people are just like, they'll look real quick. Like it's a car accident and then be on their way. Because their day is so fucking busy, they don't have time to worry about that. With social media, your phone's on you constantly. Now, you have a whole shit ton of traffic that is going to say something about that. And within those comments, when someone puts their opinion, someone else can respond to that opinion. Saying like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. You're a moron. Go jump off a bridge. Boy, I wonder if my teeth are bulletproof. I wonder if I can stop a boss with a hug going 120 miles an hour. Shit like that. I mean, so I think like, dude, commenting? I think if you get rid of commenting, we solve a lot of problems. Huh, I should get a haircut. Maybe not. I don't know. What do you guys think? Sounds like a good idea to me. I thought I was also thinking about that on the... uh 
the drive home as well. I wrote it down, but when I was looking at this pop culture shit, it kind of refired up in my brain, in my mind's eye. Uh, cool. Yeah. I don't know. Who can I talk to about that? Because, like, when I just sit here and talk, nothing is getting done. You know? Who can I talk to to see if that would be... Who do I value? Let me try to to word this how it would make sense. Like, who can I tell my thoughts to that I value enough to trust them that what their response would be, I would be okay with and be like, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. But what makes someone right? Is it like education? Is it experience? Is it a mixture of everything? Yeah, you got to be careful, dude, right? Because if you have a good idea and you pitch it to someone that you think you trust, why do you give them so much? Why do you give them so much value over what you are saying? Because. Again, if you like to share this idea with them and they're like, oh man, that's a shitty idea. I don't know about that, dude. And then that's the end of it. And you're like, yeah, well, I trust them. They're probably right. I should stop doing that. I should look for something else. But how do you know? How do you know? I think we should like, so if someone comes to me or if someone comes to you, I think it's best that they have to figure it out on their own, dude. Huh. Yeah, I think the best way to go about that is be be positive and kind of let them figure that out on their own. Like they have to bring it to market or or like at least try try to bring that idea to reality and then see where it goes. But don't just fucking kill it at the idea stage. That kind of bothers me a lot. Cause how do you fucking know, man? Like who knows, who knows best? It's an idea right now. You don't know what that final product's going to look like. And sometimes all it takes, dude, is a friend to say, no, it's a shitty idea. And then that idea is gone out the window without even, you know, that's like the sperm before it even hits the egg, daddy. That's just like, you're fucking jerking off into a rag. Never stood a chance. And that little sperm could have been fucking Einstein. And I don't know if that's a good example, but y'all know what I mean. Could have been a Kobe Bryant. You know? Dead before inception. So, I don't know. I would just say try to be try to be a little bit more positive to people that bring their ideas to you. You know, let let them figure it out. Listen, there is a, a a wonderful thing that is keeping me motivated. And if you don't like the the movie you're in, like essentially, dude, think about it. Life right now, this whole thing is basically like a movie. You're the actor. You're the main actor. You're the main actress. Okay? Picture that. You're the main actor. You're the main actress. But guess what? You're also the fucking director. You're also the producer. You don't like 
You don't like the scene you're in right now? Guess who can rewrite it and change it? You can, because you're the director. You're the producer. You're the screenwriter. You're everything. If you don't like it, change it. Rewrite it. Rewrite the fucking scene. Rewrite the script. You like a couple parts of it? Cool. Keep those parts. You know? It's all you. You're everything. You are everything. Okay? Keep that in the back of your mind when you're going throughout your day. Life is short. Get out there. Get into some nature. Go take a long drive. You know? Go do something. Go touch yourself. You only live once for all we know. All right? Feels good. All right? Love you guys. Um, We'll be back on Thursday. Harry's going to come onto the podcast, and we're going to talk about aliens. Like, what the fuck is going on with aliens? What is going on with aliens? We're going to find out. So stay tuned Thursday. We'll drop that probably on Friday. That should be exciting. We're going to get deep. We're going to get real deep. Um, I love you guys. And, uh... Love everyone you come across, all right? Some people are assholes. Don't love those people, but love everyone else, all right? Peace.